welcome to season one, episode three. In today's episode of The Beach Life, we're talking about introversion and extroversion. Hey, I'm Kyle and I'm an extrovert. And I'm Kara and I'm an introvert. How do we manage? Check out this episode to find out. Okay, hey, it's the episode about extroverts being better than introverts. Oh my gosh, I knew you would start <laughs> with that. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Listen, and I, okay, we'll come out of the gates. I have, not that I've thought that I'm better than other people, <laughs> let's not go there, <laughs> but it has taken me a while, even being married to an introvert, mm-hmm. to value the introverted species. <laughs> Wow. I, I don't even know how to respond. I do now, though. I've grown. I'll respond in silence. That's deafening. <laughs> okay, so introverts and extroverts. I feel like it's a battle, but it really shouldn't be. And really, that's so much of our story is we look at you know our, our, our life and our marriage and falling in love and valuing what the other person is as an introvert or... Yeah. The um, life of the party, yes. an extrovert. It's been an incredible challenge in our marriage. I don't think we quite understood what we were getting ourselves into. Absolutely not. I think we were both a little duped at the beginning of our relationship. We we should have known when I went to, like, what was it, Thanksgiving or Christmas? I think it was Thanksgiving for the <laughs> first time. My Thanksgiving? Yes. Or- I was going to say, like, uh, the first holiday I spent with your family, which are all extroverts, except for your father. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You know how they say that you marry your your mom? I married my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And so we brought you into our home. Yeah. And we're not extroverts either. We are like extreme. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like the 120th percentile. We're something, there's something wrong with us. And I, which I thought was normal. Yeah. And then I brought you into it and you were like, what the freak? I remember trying to tell a story at one point and I got halfway through the story and got interrupted. No one ever circled back. No one cares. No one tried to like bring out my story. Listen, we were done. We moved on. Listen, if your story's not good, we move on. (laughs) We don't care about your feelings. It's best story wins at all times. (laughs) Seriously. I just learned that the louder you talk, the more you interrupt and like the more like engaging you can be, you can get in. My my, our, my brother-in-law, Mark, he always says that I have voice modulation, which I probably do, by the way. Yeah. But that's just because of my childhood. And he's always like, why are you yelling? I'm like, <laughs> I'm yelling because this is how I was heard in my <laughs> <laughs> Yes, with living with all these extroverts and being the third child. Gosh, it was either I'm yelling to be heard or I've got to get hurt <laughs> okay, to be so, heard. So my first experience in your family was very much a culture shock and so your first experience with my family it was my favorite thing ever because finally I had like 12 people's full attention because they didn't talk (laughs) no no and they just listened to me and I was like finally an audience yes and we rest we rest real good we listen we like watch a football game and like watch it and like actually watch it with other people in the room and someone's not trying to it was Quite strange. It was culture shock for me. <laughs> it was. I, I. It's surprising to me, though, that we didn't quite see how challenging that would be in our marriage later on. Gosh. 
Um, I remember early in our dating relationship, you brought me to your church for the first time. We met in college. You had already been going to a church for a while. You're an intern there and you'd been attending for a while. And um, I was new to the area. So you brought me to church for um, the first time a couple times. And I remember walking in one Sunday with you and you and I walked up to a group of people and started talking, not people I really knew or felt comfortable with yet. Uh And then all of a sudden you bounced ship and you went to a different group of people. And I was stuck in this circle of people that I barely knew at all, not knowing how to engage in this conversation. I'm working the room. I am feeling so incredibly awkward and anxious. I forgot I about you. Literally, you did. You, I you left you. me. I was, you I was moving me. and shaking. I was kissing babies. I was shaking hands. Yeah. So uh, I was forgotten. And so <laughs> I went into the bathroom for the next like five, ten minutes. You know how, thank goodness, like churches started putting the audio like in the bathroom to know like when worship starts or like yeah, the message yeah, yeah, so you yeah. don't miss any of it, you know. But I was literally waiting until worship started <laughs> and then i even waited a little longer because i was like he's probably still talking out absolutely there, you know. and i'm not even aware you're gone i think you're doing the same thing i am because no. i can't imagine somebody literally like someone walking into a space like that and not thinking the same thing i am yeah it <laughs> so i walk back in and i'm fuming you're pissed i'm so mad and you know like a like a uh, and you're eight, young, you, mind you, you're 18. I'm 18 and you're 21, yeah. a, a young male in a um, uh, serious relationship. Uh-huh. You have no clue I'm mad. No clue. No Not clue. a clue. Like, let's hit Applebee's, there. girl. Let's get some boneless wings. <laughs> let's get so after it. I'm so mad during worship. I have my arms crossed. I'm like not engaging. You have no idea. And finally, it brought us into this conversation afterwards where finally, Finally, it clicked that I was mad and you asked me about it. And I finally was able to get the words out saying like, you abandoned me. I'll never forget that you said that you abandoned me. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. And your response was, I didn't abandon you. I went to go talk to people. And I'm like... Well, you left me like you can't leave me. And I don't want to talk to people. And I was actually a really pivotal conversation in our relationship. I I think that's probably almost another podcast for a different time. But um, it helped us to understand that our perspective of engaging with people was very different. That you looked at people as ministry Mm -hmm. and as, um, as people to engage in and invest in and to encourage and all those things. And I looked at people as scary and, um, people brought me anxiety and fear And it was something that had to actually change in my heart, had nothing to do with me being an introvert. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it does derive from those feelings, but it had a lot more to do with my view and my heart towards people needing to change. And we just had completely different upbringings. Like Mm -hmm. growing up where we grew up in Ocarbo and Woodby Island, it's a Navy base. And so I, I didn't know Christmas and Thanksgiving without random strange i'm meeting people at thanksgiving i'm meeting people (laughs) at christmas eve dinner and different things like that and so i thought that that was the norm like lifestyle for growing up in a pastor's house and growing up with my mom and yeah 
my brother and sister, my dad, is it, it was all about other people. And it yeah. was all about inviting them in their home. And it was all about ministry. And it was all about, you know, making sure that other people are cared for. And that is not your home. No, my, it my is, home. It is your home, but it's not your physical home. What's crazy to me is what I didn't realize um, that I was an introvert mm-hmm. because my family's pretty well known in our town. Yes. It's a small town. My dad's a teacher. Friendly, my mom was a gymnast, yeah. gymnastics coach and everyone knew our family. So I felt like I could get along well with people, uh-huh. but I didn't realize until I moved that the reason I was able to get along with so many people is because they already knew me. Yep. I already had connections with people. I already had these ends to be able to engage in conversation. And so when I had to start from scratch, I realized that, man, I'm an introvert and, um, I don't know how to actually engage in conversations with people in large groups without being incredibly scared. So, so with our experience and walking with a lot of couples actually, but Mm -hmm. like, what, what would you say and what would we say for a couple walking into a relationship in a marriage, in a relationship, whatever the case may be, wherever they are in their relationship, how they navigate these waters because people don't change. The extrovert yeah. of the couple and the introvert of the couple do not change. And I remember I wanted to change you. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to keep you, but I wanted to change you. Yeah. I wanted you to become more like me. And and I'll, I'll answer my own question, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> like I, I remember we would have people over. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden you disappear. That's and, and I and I go find you, and you'd be in our room, just just sit, sitting at the end of the bed, sitting on the bed, and nothing was wrong. You're yeah. just recharging the batteries. Yeah. But 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 to me, I'm like, you. What are you doing? Yeah. This is the highlight. Like, they're here. <laughs> this would be like after a full day of church. Oh my Two gosh, people yeah. are coming over. Uh, I remember. I mean, not I remember. This literally happens every Sunday. <laughs> I like turn to you and I'm like, okay, who's coming over? You're I've gotten yeah, to the point. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the point now. It's like, how many? <laughs> yeah, how many people are coming? How many? Um, but let's just pause for a second. I think we need to do a little bit of defining here. Um, okay, yeah. Introvert, extrovert. I think a lot of people have different perceptions of what these words mean. Um, you can find a bunch of different definitions or people have their own definitions of introvert and extrovert. I think people naturally believe extroverts are the life of the party and introverts are shy um, or they don't love to be around lots of people. But I think one of the things to just remember about introversion and extroversion is that extroverts are energized by crowds and by people and by um, stimulation. Um, Introverts love, actually, I think introverts do love to be around people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an introvert and I love spending time with people. But my ability to feel charged after being around people is not actually an ability. Like I, I need to be recharged in quiet and, um, just processing. A lot of it has to do more with recharging my brain in a way that I'm able to process what just happened. Mm -hmm. If I don't get to process, if I don't get to reflect on the conversations, then, um, I'm overstimulated. Yeah. Whereas you are understimulated yep. in those places because you want to process externally. Yep. I want to experience everything. I want to know your stories. I want to hobnob. I want to stop you mid story and keep going on to the next story. Like, <laughs> like I, I, that, that, and that just, and I'll leave a party or I'll leave like a gathering at our house and just be 
I'll be buzzing. You know, I'm, I'm like a puppy or a toddler. Like I go real hard and then all of a sudden it's just over for me. Yeah. <laughs> fall asleep. Yeah. So we've really had to learn a lot of balance with that. Learn um, one to just value that yeah. in each other and to love that in each. I mean, it is one of my favorite things about you. It, it is one. And it has become again, like I think early on, I wanted to change you, be more like me. But it was like go up to the room and find you alone and be like, what are you doing? And and then understanding like that's how you were able to engage in the ministry and, and in this lifestyle because you needed that. And so then I was able to find moments where you'd be gone and someone's like, oh, where's Karen? I'm like, oh, she's just recharging the bats. <laughs> she's, ta- she's taking a breather so that she can be engaged because that's what's best for her. And instead of trying to change somebody, we should value people. Yeah, value people. But I think even like we don't even know ourselves that well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I th- early people early in marriage and relationships, I don't know if I would have been able to no. articulate that, that I needed to have that Mm-mm. separation time or even like in our the conversation at the church. Like I would never have been able to articulate that I was overwhelmed by my inability to like engage in conversations with people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I just thought that you abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and you began to have to like get little tricks and tips when yeah. we were youth ministry or interns or even as senior pastors. Like how, 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 how do you do that? Yeah. One thing that we have always, uh, I think valued in, in our own, um, introspection is that we love that we are you're an extrovert i'm an introvert Mm -hmm. but i am an introvert in an extroverted world and i cannot just reject that i've been called into ministry and um, i'm gonna do my best with my gifts i get to be an introvert and that's a beautiful beautiful. thing beautiful yeah but i also need to know how to value and love people really Mm -hmm. well and so i when we were early in youth ministry i used to write down questions Mm -hmm. for that week of things that i could ask the high school kids that would come in that week Um, and they would be pre-written questions so that i had like fallbacks of what might uh, be an engaging conversation. So Mm -hmm. if homecoming was the week before, (laughs) I would ask like uh, if they went to homecoming, what color dress they wore? Can I see pictures? And I would keep the conversation going in a way that I'm leaving there, leaving the it open-ended for somebody else to converse. And I'm listening. I'm really engaging in the conversation. Um, But I'm not having to come up with them on the spot. And then I would always have an excuse to leave leave to go to the bathroom or go get a drink of water. Or if there was some sort of task that I needed to complete, I would always give myself an out. But an extrovert that's working the room does the exact same thing. I mean, they're just scanning the room, they're chatting with that person and then they're moving on. Like I'm just moving on to the next conversation and it's the exact same method um, but yours is just more methodical yeah. and, and and put together. It's intentional. It's, yes. it's not natural. Yeah. But I think on the extroverted side, though, I think something that extroverts and, and you've done a, a better job of, too, is truly like making sure that you're listening oh in those gosh, conversations. Yeah. And not scanning. And not scanning the room and not going to the next like dopamine hit, uh-huh. the next like, you know, um, exciting conversation, but to really engage with people. Yeah. And, and really like there's so many tools out there now from different books or different like, you know, personalities 
personality tests. You know, I remember yeah. doing Myers-Briggs and different things like that. Oh, I love Myers-Briggs. It's so, it's so helpful to know, like, there's other personalities, how valuable they are. And especially in leadership like we are, mm-hmm. being able to lead people I have to lead each staff member differently because Absolutely. of how they're going to receive and, and and what charges them up and what, you know, exhausts them. And, you know, it which is 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 difficult as the as the leader. But that's that's the role. Yeah. Speaking of Myers-Briggs, yeah. what are you on the Myers-Briggs? Gosh, uh, I uh, ENFP. You're an ENFP and I am an INTJ. You're an INTJ, yeah. So we both have the N, yes. the intuitive or whatever yeah. it is, but we are complete opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really helpful to know, to be able to look at, okay, these are the areas that we thrive in and these are the areas we struggle with and they're the complete opposites. Uh-huh. There's other tools out there, millennials, than the Enneagram. <laughs> and I would say that they're better. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of different tools out there. Um, you know, personality, the disc assessment, all of those things. And, the, and you know, those are so helpful in being able to recognize and value strengths in other people and then to see what's going to be best in, like, encouraging them and leading them and all those different things. Yeah. And so, like, I, I remember, like, even as you said it, like, that just reminded me of that that book, uh, how, how to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> like, book's written in 1936. And, and it's still, like, a it, bestseller. It's, like, re- in, like, 98. Like, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. But it, it helped me so much to not scan rooms, but to value the person in front of me and to make them, like, make them the most famous, most important person in the world. Yeah, I... I actually have been wanting to read that book and I haven't um, because I think that will challenge me. But one of the fa- my one of my favorite books that I just recently read, it was published in 2020 by Holly Girth. It's called The Powerful Purpose of Introverts, Why the World Needs You to Be You. Yeah. I love this book because it really empowers introverts to not just look at ourselves as like the quiet ones or shy or the way the world kind of wants to because introverts are not the glory people. No. You know, we are we are listening. We can be leaders for sure. You can be leaders and in front of people, but it's not yeah. that. Yeah, all all of those things because that. I mean, that's what I do. I I'm in front of people. I teach. I'm I'm talking all day to yep. 150 students, and um, but it's just different. I, I love one of the quotes from her book. Uh, it said, "Well-meaning extroverts may encourage us to join the fun, <laughs> not realizing what we love to do is fun for us." <laughs> I, it, this it's book so, like spoke to my soul. Like I'm like, yes, I love being by myself. And I'm over here. Like I, I went to a movie by myself. Finally, <laughs> I've never been. I, I remember seeing people at restaurants. Okay, you went to a movie by yourself, but you like made a friend. I made a friend. <laughs> And he did not want to be my friend. He well, was like, he was like, I'm here to watch alone. And I was like, listen, you're going to be my flipping friend, whether you like well, it or not. Well-meaning extroverts encourage us to join the fun, not realizing. I offered him my popcorn. He wanted to do that. And, and I wanted him to eat popcorn with me and enjoy this movie and laugh with me. And he was not interested. I, I Or like you'll see people eat, eat at a restaurant alone. I, I love it. I remember, I remember thinking like I'd see someone alone and be like, what's wrong with them? It, and that's that's what's so... I'm well-meaning. Um, <laughs> that's what's so hard about this conversation is is we, we only know ourselves. Yes. And we have this perception of like we're right, other people are wrong. And, and we know that that's not the truth. But we just don't understand how someone else can thrive in a different kind of environment. I mean, 
like look at Jesus. Oh my gosh. Right? Look at Jesus. Jesus is definitely an introvert. Like if what 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 would his enneagram number be? Oh gosh, I, I think that's a hard one. You, I'm sure people have. No, I actually, I take that back. I don't. I didn't ask that question. I, I, I didn't ask that question. Viewers, what do know. you think? Yeah. I mean, okay, but if you really want to be religious about it, Jesus is every number. Oh my gosh. Right? Because oh he, like, God is that's every such number. A, that's such an eight. Because thing to, he created yeah. every number, so um, he, he has doesn't to have be. a core fear. But <laughs> but on the Instagram or be on the Myers Briggs, he's definitely an I because you see in scripture all over the place after he's gone and uh-huh. talked to a bunch of people, Jesus departed and went into a desolate place. Luke four forty two. That's such a that's such an introvert to say though. He would withdraw to desolate such places an and pray. Luke five sixteen. Also in Matthew, after the death of John the Baptist, Jesus withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself like he's like sick of these crowds and is like i gotta go recharge and and such an introvert to try to look at his spirituality and say he's an introvert (laughs) or he's because he's praying he's that connected to god his father and he's like hey you know what i'm gonna go spend time with 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 with, you know father god like that's what god is an introvert too yeah kind of two introverts hanging out but hey hey i you know, you know my favorite passage, mm. Ecclesiastes. No one has ever said that before. That's fair. <laughs> my favorite eight, passage. Eight fifteen. That every extrovert's gonna love this. Mm. Ecclesiastes eight fifteen. So I recommend, <clears throat> I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. <laughs> Next tattoo. That is your life. That is it. I just want to eat, drink, and enjoy life. Even just a party at all times. So I, I think the most important thing that we, you know, want you to know is you're a big deal. Yeah. Introverted, extroverted. You got a lot of words in a day. You don't have a lot of words in a day. Know who you are because know who God created. Mm-hmm. And that's you. Yeah. And so have that be your identity. Not that you don't lack anything. Yeah. You might not be something that you wish you were, but that's just jealousy. Like, let's lean into who God created us to be. Yeah. And so uh, as we wrap this up, you're a big deal. Be an introvert, be an extrovert, follow Jesus and value the introvert or extrovert that God's put in your life to be married <laughs> to or run with or to be friends with. Yeah. Uh, don't, 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 don't push them away and don't be jealous of them. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Beach Life. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see how we live our best life on purpose. And also remember, DM us to let us know how we can help you live yours. Finally, make sure to share this episode with your community however you connect with others. Whether it's through posting on social media or sending a text, don't keep this conversation to yourself. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you can join us next time on The Beach Life.